Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. I am recording this after Tech found a way to win the John Denver Bowl, and somehow they're four and one. And they they attempted in so many ways to actually lose this game, but they found a way to pull it out. <laughs> oh well. Four and one. I mean, next week's TCU, and TCU has not looked very good at all. Um, you know, I think Gary Patterson still is very bitter at SMU. Um, so I would, I would, I would invite all Tech fans going to the game next week. Wave SMU flags. Try and trigger Gary Patterson because um, that would be, that would be really funny to watch, actually. So, um, but. Overall, they found a way to win. A win's a win. And when you're tech football, if you can find a win, find a win. And they and they found a way to win. And four and one. I don't know. Could we be talking a bowl game? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not going there just yet because I'm a tech fan and I've seen I I mean I literally saw them be at a point where they were Five and one, I think. Or no, they may have been five and two. Uh, and they beat Oklahoma at Norman and then proceeded to lose five in a row and go five and seven. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything yet, but good win. And I think TCU is very winnable next week. And then they got Kansas. Should be very winnable. So we'll see what happens. But uh good win overall. Um uh, I'm a good win for Matt Wells because you know he certainly was on the hot seat uh, this last couple couple of uh, days. Um, you know, and by the way, I do have to say one thing about tech coaching. You know, if you know, obviously, I think if we don't go to a bowl game, tech will um, pro- probably fire Wells. But we need to we need to stop right now with the Art Bryles talk. It is just it's amazing to me. That there that there there are tech fans that are willing to go down that road of Art Bryles. The guy helped to cover up rampant rapes on his campus from his football players. There's proof. There's text messages. No, we don't need him, and we really don't need Kendall Bryles either because he was in the he was at Baylor when all that was going down too. So no, 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 no. Okay. Now I do have my idea of who I'd want to pick, but I'm going to save that because I think if we get to a bowl game, Wells is going to stay. But I'll save I'll save my thoughts to when it when it, when it's appropriate and needed. Um, but also, by the way, uh, interesting college football Saturday thus far. Cincinnati gets a big win over Notre Dame. You know. The teams that the Big 12 ended up adding, TC, uh, Cincinnati, um, BYU, both undefeated, both have a shot at a New Year's Six Bowl. You know, I don't think they have a shot at the playoffs because I think they'll shut them out of that. But, I mean, still, pretty pretty solid additions. Now, does it make up for Texas and OU and the money they bring in? No. But those are two pretty solid additions. You know, UCF having a little bit of a struggle, struggle bus this year, and Houston on the struggle bus as well. But I think those are two teams that can right, right the ship and, 
and be pretty strong programs in football. And we haven't even started, you know, talked about basketball yet uh, with these programs. Um, but, you know, solid, solid additions by the Big 12. And I think, I think the Big 12, even with Texas and OU leaving, I think they're a better conference than the Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12, you know, someone tweeted a picture earlier of the, of the stands at the Stanford uh, Oregon game. Um, it was like, it was like a UTEP game. You know, it was, it was maybe a quarter full at best for a pack for the number three team coming into your stadium. Ooh, not a good look pack 12. And it wasn't one of these, you know, late game, late night pack pack 12 games. This was a, this was an afternoon game and they, they still couldn't fill the stands. So not, not a good look. Um, pack 12. Anyway, uh, a couple of other things I'm going to cover today. We're going to talk a little bit of tech basketball. We're going to talk some Cowboys Chiefs and the Manning cast. Talk a little bit about Lower Decks. I've got a movie review for you, and then I've got my early uh, WWE draft thoughts. So tech basketball picked up a pretty solid three-star this week. Um, And at this point, the 2022 recruiting class is ranked higher than you know, that campus down there in uh, People's Republic of Austin, you know. But, I mean, to be fair, Judas, Country Club Beard, he's been busy this week too. Um, He had a very important interview on his fireside chat that he's attempting to do in Austin. And it was something that we, you know, eat a burger. It was a hamburger, Dave Bevo. So, I mean, you know, we understand Country Club Chris, that you were you were busy this week and you didn't have time to do actual recruiting. And, you know, I guess we'll cut you some slack on that. But, you know, it, it's more and more looking like that this Mark Adams hire was a solid hire. And I was definitely behind getting Mark Adams uh, in the first place. I mean, this was the, the tech defense the last couple of years that has been so awesome and so strong. That's all Mark Adams. You know, and so this idea of well, this guy, you know, this guy doesn't know how to coach, doesn't know how to be a head coach. Well, first of all, that's bunk. If you go look at his record, um, this guy's a national champion, um, and I think he's he's bringing in solid talent, and they're going to be fun to watch. And I cannot wait f- for February first; the reckoning will happen. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, November 9th. It starts and can't come soon enough. Basketball, I love college basketball anyway, but I think this Texas Tech team is going to be really fun to watch. So let's get to some NFL talk. Let's start with the Chiefs, who unfortunately are at one and two right now, um, have not looked good at all. Uh, you know, lost to a, a Chargers team that they have no business losing to. I think they right the ship tomorrow. Um, they play the Eagles, who looked awful against the Cowboys. Um, and I think I think they're going to ride the ship and, and get themselves uh, in good position, hopefully. Um, the Cowboys, they, they did get a win Monday night against the Eagles. They looked really solid. Um, Dak is looking better and better all the time, you know. Um, are, they, are they up there in the NFC as one of the better teams? No. I mean, I, I still think the Rams are the prohibitive NFC favorite. I think it's going to come down to the Rams or the Bucks, uh, probably. But I, you know, I've been I've been really impressed, and I and I, I they I predicted them at the beginning of the season. I, you know, I think Matthew Stafford has a whole lot of gas left in the tank. 
Um, and he's finally on a, a winning team, not the Detroit Lions. Sorry, Lions fans. But, you know, I, I think I think the Rams still probably are the best of the NFC. But, you know, Cowboys keep playing that way. We'll see what they do this week against Carolina. I think they'll beat Carolina. I'm, I know Carolina's undefeated, but so is the Broncos. Sometimes the schedule works out that way. I think the Cowboys can uh, take care of business against the Panthers, but we'll see. I could be wrong, and they lay a big fat egg on the on the field. They've done that before too. So I do have to say the Manning cast got to watch that uh, with the Monday Night Football this week. That is the way to watch Monday Night Football. Is the Manning cast? It is fun to watch. Um, more of that, please. I um, there's there there's uh, people trying to convince them to do Ole Miss Tennessee. Sign me up for that. Uh, very entertaining, you know. They even kind of made LeBron James a little bit likable, um, but uh, you know, enjoyed it thoroughly. And that was just a fun way to watch uh, Monday Night Football on this Cowboys Eagles game. So more of that, please, ESPN. So let's talk a little bit of uh, Star Trek. You know, Lower Decks episode this week was fun. <laughs> Had all sorts of fun little Easter eggs about uh, past Star Treks. So again. You know, I can't say it enough. If you are a fan of 90 Star Trek, Lower Decks is probably going to be the show for you to watch of these newer shows. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Um, there's all sorts of fun little Easter eggs. There's a lot even Easter eggs for, you know from the animated series the, from the 70s that I don't even notice half the time because um, I. I've watched the animated series before, but it's it's been a while. I I'm, I'm, I mean, I need to go rewatch the animated series. That might be a fun thing to go back and rewatch. I did go to the movies last week and got to see the movie Cry Macho, and it's Clint Eastwood, another a really great Clint Eastwood movie, and would definitely recommend it. I'm I've I've become such a big fan, you know, lately of Clint Eastwood. And uh, all the movies he directs. I mean, he just, I guess those movies are made for me because I I, I enjoy them. Um, I would recommend going to see it. You know, movies are starting to churn back up. Um, I was really bummed to hear that the Top Gun sequel was delayed until Memorial Day. Um, You know, I, I just, I think these companies just need to release them. And, you know, People are going to the theaters, and if um, if they're not, what 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 else can you uh, what else can you do? But uh, you know, the, again, I'm not a big fan of this. You know, paying twenty to thirty dollars to watch it at home on a streaming service. You know, I, I will always be a movie theater guy, and uh, you know, hopefully, I think we're starting to ramp this up and. Um, more, th- more movies are coming back out, uh, down the pipeline, but definitely would recommend cry macho, uh, solid movie. So let's end with a little bit of WWE talk and let's talk about the draft. Uh, the draft started last night on SmackDown. It's going to continue on raw on Monday. Um, some of the interesting surprises, Charlotte Flair is going to SmackDown. She is the current Raw Women's uh, Champion, which tells me that she's probably going to be losing that on Raw this Monday. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Bianca Belair win there. 
I think she's uh, she's going to Raw, and she was a great SmackDown Women's Champion. I did not like the way they booked her loss, where she lost in whatever fifteen seconds to Becky Lynch. I think uh, she'll be a solid Raw Women's Champion. Um, would not be surprised to see her win the win the title this Monday. Um, I'm not really looking forward to the Charlotte Becky feud for the umpteenth time. I think those two have feuded way too much, and I'm just not you know not sold on it. So maybe we'll see Becky move to Raw. Uh, maybe we'll see some sort of uh, title switcheroo. That might be another possibility as well. Um, but you know, we'll be interesting to see. They split up the New Day again. Uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston are going to SmackDown. Big E, obviously, he's going to stay on Raw as the WWE champion. That was kind of interesting to me. I um, they don't need to be together, but I would have I would have been really more bought into some sort of uh, you know, Big E turning on the New Day or maybe the New Day turning on Big E. I I think that would have been made for some more interesting stories uh, coming out of everything, but. You know, uh, I think it made sense to split them up, you know, um, as far as other big, big uh, moves, Edge going to Raw. That's kind of interesting to me. I thought Edge would be more of kind of like the John Cena, Brock Lesnar deal where he's more of a free agent. He could go wherever he wants. Um, Be interested to see. uh, That tells me probably we're going to see Seth go to Raw because obviously their feud's not over with um, based on last night's events. Um, the other moves, the Mysterials are going to Raw. I think we're, they're laying the foundation for a, uh, Ray Dominic feud. I don't know. I sure, <laughs> I guess that'll work. Um, but th- those were the kind of the big moves, uh, yesterday. Kind of interesting to see what happens on Raw. Um, Drew McIntyre is on SmackDown. That was needed. Um, he needed to go to SmackDown. I think he, you know, he had done undone, you know, pretty much all he could on Raw at this point. So um, I think that that makes sense. They're kind of laying the groundwork for possibly the Usos ending up on Raw. Um, so we'll, that'll be interesting to watch and see what happens. And we're building towards Crown Jewel with uh, Brock versus Roman. I think Roman ends up winning that match. Um, it doesn't make sense to me for Brock to... to uh, win the universal title. Um, I just, cause I think he's going to continue to be the part-time guy that he's been since, you know, in his latest run here in the WWE. So we'll just tune in Monday, see what happens. But, uh, I think I, what I hope to see is, you know, overall, let's go back to having the separate brands. Let's not have people crossing over brands and let's build, let's build two separate and distinct shows. And I think with them being back on the road, you can do that very effectively. So, but anyway, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Great win, great win for tech. Um, and again, I uh, will see you next week for next week's edition of the Chris Carpenter show.